0: can be in the worst of moods i can be sad i can be having a hard time with something if i go out and i see a cone and it looks like it's taking a drink of water or something i start to laugh i shoot it i make my caption in my head and i feel a hundred percent better um so
1: this photography podcast is brought to you by frames quarterly printed photography magazine. Here is your today's host, W. Scott Olson, with another
0: fascinating conversation.
1: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another podcast from Frames Magazine. My name is Scott Olson, and today... Today, I am thrilled. I I cannot tell you how excited I am for today's conversation because today we're going to go visit an old friend. We're going to visit somebody that all of us in the Frames community have known for a long time, whose work we have admired and learned from and appreciated. We're talking with Cindy Gladys. Cindy was in volume 10 of the magazine. She was one of our artist in residence uh, teachers. She's been in all over the place in the website, she's been featured in the Visual Conservancy, as well as the new topographics, Instagram pages. She is one of our core, core members, and she's got a lot going on. Now, the nice thing about Cindy, from my point of view, is that she embodies what the best of a photographer is, and that is somebody who is just aware of and appreciative of the visual world. You can't pigeonhole her into one type or another. She's got a curiosity that hits just about every genre and a personality and a sensibility that is generous as well as insightful and and quite often really provides. Provocative and profound. Cindy, welcome back to to the Frames Podcast. How are you doing today?
0: Oh my goodness, Scott! With an introduction <laughs> like that, I, I don't know. I think I've got very shy all of a sudden. <laughs> no, I'm doing very well. No, I'm doing very well, and thank you for that wonderful introduction. And it's great to talk to you again.
1: Well, good, good. I mean, there's a lot of things that that I think the Frames community would love to hear an update about. There's some stuff that you've been doing that I find really interesting. Um, But I'm going to jump right in the deep end with with a project that you've got going on right now. And, And you've got some home renovation going on, which you have turned into a pretty cool project. So for people that may not know about the gutted project, tell us what's going on.
0: All right. It started with a leaky toilet flange and having our bathroom and kitchen have to get, you know, mold remediated. And um, it was a disaster. So I was making lemonade out of lemons with the um, the bathroom renovation. So that's when I started with gutted. That was fun. I, I got a lot of good images out of that. I have to admit, I tried with the kitchen and my heart really wasn't in it at all. I wanted to get the kitchen done. So I I went back to some of my old, you know, other projects, which included cones and, you know, fun things that people in frames don't always see unless they look at my personal page. But that's okay.
1: Well, the, the, the cones are omnipresent. I mean, th- those are all over the place. But but I still want to go back. You've got you've got your you know your bathroom and your kitchen in disrepair. You found art in that. I mean, I, I would find frustration and anger and and all those things. But but you found a way to make that beautiful. You, was that just I got to do something here, or how did how did you go about turning having your home dis- disassembled into an an, an artistic statement?
0: but I felt like I had lost my mojo at the time. I wasn't doing a lot of shooting. Uh, my husband had some health challenges in 2022, and I just hadn't gotten out and done much shooting. So this was sort of like, oh, look at this. I've got some really cool looking plywood in the, in the bathroom that I never knew was there before. And these stains look quite nice if I process them right. It was just something that, it kind of matched my mood too. You know, I felt gutted. It was a rough year and, um, it was, I I picked gutted because I felt gutted and my bathroom was gutted. So it's sort of, it just kind of all went together. It's a project that I was happy with, but I'm also happy to not continue it to be quite honest with you. You know, I, I'm done with gutting. I'm done with gutting. No more, no more construction in this house.
1: <laughs> well, I, I mean, I found it the images formally very attractive.
0: Well, thank you. Yeah, I'm proud of some of them. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with them. I mean, yeah, yeah. But I uh, it's enough, you know, like it was time for me to move on, and I did.
1: Well, you, you moved on um, about, about the same time into something that is everybody's talking about all over the place, and that's AI. But you, you really brought a lot of narrative to this. You brought a lot of creativity. So tell me what attracted you at the very beginning to moving off in that direction a little bit.
0: I can't talk about AI without mentioning two very good friends of mine, Shane McGann, who is a member of Frames, and so is Diana nicolette Gion. And they, uh, apologies if I mispronounce your names, guys, but they they, w- were like the three three musketeers. We, our styles of making art and photography couldn't be more different. But they, they really, AI was something that spoke to both of them in different ways right away. I kind of played with it because I didn't want to be left out of the conversation. We were having a lot of fun talking about it and what it could do. And, you know, these little, we we started with the little friendly arguments about whether or not it would be considered photography. Um, but Diana is a brilliant artist in my opinion and she saw right away what she could do with it. And she, she just dove in. Shane is amazing in a different way and he is a tech genius And he created this prompter guide for people to use. I mean, he became like very important in the AI community right away. Me, I saw the potential for humor. I mean, I just, I started playing with it. I was like, oh man, this is a blast. And I really had a lot of fun with it, but it wasn't, I mean, I, I did things in the beginning. Like I tried, in fact, I shared it on my page recently. I prompted just my initials. And I got this gorgeous, weird looking tree. It looked like something from, do you happen to remember the art of Roger Dean, the, the album covers for Yes and, and everything? Remember him? That's what it reminded me of. And I thought it was pretty cool. But how much gratification? Oh, and it got something like 150 likes, right? Okay. Well, likes are not a measure. You got to get away from thinking likes mean anything because there, it was not, it didn't give me any satisfaction. You know, I, I don't, I didn't feel like I created it myself. I think, then I started with the Roaring Twenties series. I, um, how did I start that? Oh, I remember. I had found some very old family photos. I have some very cool ones from around the 1920s, you know, my grandparents and everything. The way I started with AI was trying to prompt images that look like the old family photos that I had. And that led me to this Roaring Twenties thing. I had this plucky heroine named Mabel and you know, Mabel and I had her do all these silly things and I was having a blast and I probably could have kept going with it, but I really, uh, I just wasn't getting, it was, it became too much work because I was doing a lot of compositing and that's not, I don't like to do composites. I'd rather just go out and explore with my camera, but um, I did things like, No, my brother-in-law had a milestone birthday, so I, I, I prompted for this. You have to prompt people looking younger than they are, because if you say a seventy-year-old man, they make them look a hundred. So you ask for like a fifty. I'm not kidding. So I asked for like a fifty-year-old man running from a birthday cake with a lot of candles. Well, it gave me that. Not only did it give me that, it gave me these flying cupcakes. I mean it was so much fun. So I did things like that. I did uh for a friend I did a surfing santa at Christmas time. I did just things like that. You know, fun things that I thought would make people laugh. And uh then I started a gratitude practice where every day I'd make myself generate an AI image and it was fun, but I got to tell you, I got a lot of hate from people. I lost some Facebook friends over my my little flirtation with ai people were like you don't need this what are you doing this for you know i mean it was ridiculous to be honest with you because somebody like diana has proven that it's it's really a very powerful artistic tool it's got to be used by the right people and in the right way it's not how i choose to make my art i did try to generate a few pictures that look like um, photos just to see what would happen and they they kind of took off on my page and I'm like, uh-uh, no, I don't want people liking these stupid things that I had nothing to do with except type in some words. So I uh, I said, no, I don't want to do this anymore. And I stopped. I mean, I, I started an Instagram page for my AI efforts and I call it A-I-A-I-O. You can laugh. I, I don't know if anybody else remembers old McDonald, but I couldn't help it. It was just, you know, I had to go there.
1: Now, you said all sorts of things that I want I want to go back to. When you said initially, when you were doing, you know, just the humor things, that you weren't getting the satisfaction from it that you wanted. What's the satisfaction difference between putting in prompts and setting an f-stop?
0: Because I think, I, I, you correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that my strength as a photographer is in the way I see. I've been told my work is observational. You know, I'm not, um, I'm going to bring up Diana again, because she writes that great column, the um, female gaze for frames. And I'm the one that said, I shoot like a guy. I don't know if you remember, um, there was something that, she, well, there was something she had done for frames and she didn't mention me by name, but I knew she was talking about me. You know, like she knew some a woman that said she shoots like a guy and she didn't really know what I meant at first, but then she got it. Like I'm more, I take my camera, I go out and I look for stuff. I don't make art out of my challenges in life. And, and the older you get, the more of them you have. And I don't want to make art out of that. I want to smile. I want to laugh. And the way I'm put together, humor is very important to me. And I can be in the worst of moods. I can be sad. I can be having a hard time with something if I go out and I see a cone and it looks like it's taking a drink of water or something, I start to laugh. I shoot it. I make my caption in my head and I feel a hundred percent better. So my work might not be emotional. You know, I'm not doing a a series about, you know, a loved one being ill or, you know, losing their memory or anything like that. I don't, I, I have no interest in doing that kind of work. So for me, And it doesn't always, my work doesn't always have to be funny. I just have this ridiculous sense of humor that I can't control sometimes. And I'll see something and it, it, you know, it's either it's quirky, it's funny, or it's just different, you know, like, it's just something I see that I'm not a documentary photographer, but it's like, I want to share the joy. For me, it's, it's joyful. Photography is joyful. And so it may not be emotional
1: the ai stuff is not
0: oh no no not for me because it it was joyful when people laughed and thought it was fun but it's not what i want to be known for i would rather be known for being a photographer that you know has a good eye or you know people have said that you have a good eye or you know i like the way you see or whatever that makes me happy and i've had people especially during the pandemic that's right around the time i started with frames i think it was 2020 i was at in South Carolina for the major for about 4 months during the pandemic. We sort of got stuck there. Nice place to get stuck at the beach, right? I was shooting a lot of pretty pictures and I would post them and people would tell me that I made them happy. I made them feel good because it was such a miserable time and that made me very happy. You know, like I thought during the pandemic is when I I got that mindset that I like to entertain a little I don't don't know if that sounds right but you know I, I don't mind being entertaining I don't mind making people laugh or make people feel good it just it makes me feel good let's take just a quick break we hope very much that you are enjoying today's episode the very fact that you are listening to this podcast suggests that photography means a lot to you And if that's the case, you might wanna have a look at Frames, quarterly printed photography magazine. We truly believe that excellent photography belongs on paper. Visit readframes.com to find out more about our publication. And now, back to today's conversation.
1: I had a particular fondness for the 1920s bit with Mabel. That's an era that I think just visually is, is still resonant with something in my head. I have no idea what, but you also developed a character. You developed an ongoing narrative, you know, with this person who just kept showing up and showing up. And, you know, and so I got invested, not so much in the individual images, but in the story. But, Tell me about, you know, I mean, and, and I'm really curious that you say the reason you gave this up was because you didn't like the computer work. You, d- you didn't like um, the hours that you spent, you know, do- doing the AI and the compositing and stuff like that. I mean, a lot, a lot of photographers have latched you know, over history, have latched on to one model. And said, "We're going to do a long series." Were you, were you thinking of that? Was that what was happening? Or tell me about Mabel a little bit.
0: I would be bored out of my mind, and I have a confession to make. If I were as good with Photoshop as some of my friends, Mabel probably would have looked the same in each in each little story. And she probably would still be, you know, hanging out and doing her thing. I mean, she'd be, uh, what what's the last thing I had her doing? I, I don't know if I ever got to the Egyptian pyramids. With That was, I, I had her going to the pyramids. She was riding a camel. I was starting to collect ideas and images, but I could never get her to look the same way twice. And that was frustrating me. And I was starting to composite a fate, like I would find faces from that era I would prompt for you know a girl looking horrified happy whatever but they never looked the same I realized that if I really wanted to give that project its due and really do something with it like a book or whatever I'd have to really work my butt off and I didn't want to I wanted to go outside with my camera I didn't want to sit at the computer and learn how to you know it's just not what I'm into Scott you know I'm not I'm not that kind of artist. I'm more of a, ah, I don't know. Like the the other day, I found something on a sidewalk and I posted it in frames the other day. But it, it really, people really liked it on my page. And it was just this little. I called it sidewalk shadow theater because it looked like one of the members. It, well, Julie MacGyver looked at it and she said, "I see a manic bird walking." You know, like, and I love that. I love it when people see things like that and it's funny and because it did. It looked like a little manic bird wearing big sneakers or something walking in this. And it was just something I saw. So I don't know, that kind of stuff just gives me so much, so much satisfaction, much more than, um, than I was getting from the AI. I, but I can't, I will not ever trash AI. The only thing I don't like is when people try to pass off the AI images as photography that bothers me because I don't think it's photography, but yeah, we don't have to go there.
1: No, you know, I I think from my own point of view, AI is going to become a distinct art field. And the problem we have is not AI, what we have is the problem of deception, um, where you're, you know, where where you're actually lying to people that this is something it is not. But we've we've had that in every art form for forever. We've had, you know, novels that try to pass themselves off as nonfiction. We've had painting that wants to be photorealistic. So integrity and honesty, you know, those are the things I think we should be talking about, not you know, is AI a valid form of art? So of course it is, but it is not lens-based. It, it is not photography. And all, you know, all of the stuff that we do in photography to make it art, whether it's ICM or whether it's, you know, who knows what, um, you know, we, we leave realism real fast. That's not the issue. The, the issue is what is this thing? You said, you know, working through Mabel, working through all this stuff that you got your mojo back for photography? Was it just the the frustration of AI or was it just, you know, you took some time off to recharge? How how did you refine the energy that really defines your work?
0: I'm trying to think of the timeline because I believe, yeah, stuff is showing up in my memories from a year ago. So that's September. And then the gutted thing happened around November. So I think it was sort of happening concurrently, like gutted got me back into shooting. But then, but then, I started my night wandering because what I started doing, the guys were working on my bathroom and I don't, I don't like to leave the house when people are working on it and stuff. So I would stay home and I, you know, actually I was probably working on Mabel while they were working on the bathroom. But then I started like, as soon as they left, well, it was around this time of year, it was starting to get dark earlier. So I like, I try to walk every day anyway. So I would take my walk in the evening when it was dark I don't like using a tripod. Um, uh, I, I just, I, I I like to travel light when I'm shooting. So I, you know, I have a camera and that, that's basically it. But I decided since I didn't want to use the tripod, I wanted to see how I could do at night with an iPhone. I have a 13 Pro Max. I had just gotten it. I wanted to see what the night mode could do. Um, I wanted, I just wanted to see what happened. Oh boy, did I have fun with that. I walked downtown and it's so funny because I live in the nicest little borough and, you know, people would hear that I was walking at night and they're like, Oh, do you have a dog? Are you safe? You know, and I'm like, this is my town. You know, I walk downtown. I say, hi, hi. You know, like everyone knows me and stuff. It, it was really kind of funny, but then I started going off. Like I didn't realize that right off our main street, we have an industrial park and that's, where I found my, um, the one I call Cone Factory, where I had all the cones lined up. That was a, a landscaper. That was his um, home base. And he's got piles of gravel. And I couldn't believe my good fortune to see all those cones like that. And that turned out to be actually a good art shot. I think I posted that one in frames. I think that's probably the only cone shot I ever posted in frames. But the night wandering became something I really loved doing. And in fact, I'm having an exhibit in the spring in our town. I was invited to do that. And she actually, she said, well, you could do the night stuff. You could do some cones. People like sunsets. How about your sand images? And I'm like, oh, I don't want this to look like a camera club show. So I, um, you know, I said, I how about if I just do the night work? Because most of it was done in town. And I think people will really get a kick out of it. You know, it'll be like, uh, I, I just hope nobody says, oh, that's my house. That garbage night in suburbia. That's my house. Those are my bins. What? If, you need to sign a release, lady.
1: <laughs> I, I tell you what, I took, I took a picture of a coffee shop once, which is hanging up in the coffee shop. And, and about two years after they hung it, I get this email from a guy I said, you know that picture? I said, yeah, He goes, that's me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh really? Oh yeah. Did he get upset or anything? Or
1: no, no. It, it, it was all you know, fine and lovely. One of the thing, I mean, whether it's the night wandering, whether it's the street work in New York, whether it's the beach or, or the cones or whatever, th- there is a mood, or there is a real good attention to shape and form and line. Uh, you've got, I mean, your 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 career was graphic design, so th- this is you know coming straight out of heart and soul here. But but there's also a sense of celebration and wonder. Sometimes it's humor, sometimes it's, you know, a little bit of pathos in there. But I get the sense looking at your images that you absolutely love the visual world. And and, and th- these are images of appreciation and almost a giving back. Am I projecting here or, or I mean is is there an attitude that you go out with? Oh,
0: an attitude. It's joy. I always have my phone with me. And to be honest, when I do my daily walks, I don't bring a camera anymore because to me, a camera, it's more deliberate. And then I'm more looking for stuff where when I'm walking, I'm just getting my steps in and getting my exercise. And if I happen to see something great, I'd, I like to take my camera to places, you know, like to the city to, I'll just get on the train. Like I went to New Brunswick where Rutgers is. It's a 10 minute train ride. And then I just walked around and I'm learning, how can I say this too? Like there's always something like I take the same walk just about every day I walk downtown. So I like to challenge myself. In fact, today I found some leaves that looked really cool. So I've got to see what I got there, but I just like to, I keep my eyes open. I mean, there are days, like if I'm in a mood or something's going on, like I'll just, I'll walk and I'll just try not to trip, you know, <laughs> it's like that kind of walk. It's not, I'm not looking for anything. It's like, you know, I mean, I'm not like um, I'm not Tinkerbell, you know, I, I, I have my moods and I have, there are times when I'm happier than others, you know, but my photography gives me a lot of joy. And it's just something that, you know, I came to it kind of late. In my in I came to it in my fifties, you know, it wasn't like, but I, I did the graphic design and, artistic stuff my whole life. But the photography just really um, spoke to me like nothing else. And I'm sitting here in my office looking at my piles of gear. And they're literal piles of gear because two years ago, it was still, you know, pandemic and everything. I went through that period where I wanted to try film photography. So I bought a bunch of you know, I bought two brownies. I bought an seat So I'm looking at all this. Scott, what am I going to do with it? Seriously, what am I going to do with it? Oh, my God. I mean, it was fun at the time. But now it's like, all right, I've got a medium format Fuji. I have an XT5 now. I love Fuji. And my phone. That's like all I need. And I don't know what I'm going to do with all this stuff. I really don't. I Hopefully, I'll pick the film up again. But, eh. You know, I never did the art room thing, but I like to play. I like to experiment. So that's kind of how I approach my photography, I guess.
1: I think you just hit it right there with with the long career, the firm education and, and the absolute genius talent of the graphic design and then the sense of play. Because your sand stuff, as well as the cones, as well as the street stuff, there is that play in the very best sense of the term. You're not being frivolous, but being celebratory, of being energetic. Tell me what you're working on now. Tell me you know, the last shot you took.
0: Oh, some leaves on the wet sidewalk today. And then um, what else did I do? I'm trying to think. The last serious. Well, I've I've gotten to be friendly with a guy. He He's a member at Lucian, is a member of Frames, but he's also a member of some other groups that we have in common. And he lives in New York and it turns out we we hit it off like famously and we shoot well together. And I have another, I have a woman that I shoot with, my friend Helen, but COVID kind of put a stop to that. But we were doing it on and off for almost the last 10 years. There are very few people I can shoot with because well, I have my friend, <laughs> my very good friend Nancy is not a photographer, but I can shoot with her because she doesn't mind me stopping every couple of minutes to take. You know why? You know why? Because she pets every single dog we walk by. Every single dog. She has to stop and pet the dog. So I was teasing her about it. I said, I've just figured out why it's okay when we, you know, that I shoot when we walk together. Because you stop and pet Every single dog, but as far as shooting with people, it's very difficult because I do like to stop a lot. But when you find somebody you shoot well with, it's a lot of fun. And with Lucian, it, it was it's fun because we went to uh, the Ironbound section of Newark, New Jersey, and we would take some similar like we'd see things at the same time, and then it's interesting to see how you each approach it. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a different experience for me, and I'm enjoying it. But I still I'm probably the best when I'm on my own, you know, cause then I can do whatever the heck I want.
1: <laughs> you you just made me think that on all of our phones there are those little apps to tell you how many steps you've taken and how long it took. Um, they, they ought to put a prompt in there that says, are you a photographer? So when it says 5,000 steps, duration, seven hours.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah, that's very true. That's funny. I guess I probably don't get as much exercise when I'm walking, shooting as I do when I'm just walking downtown, but that's okay. It's not all about the exercise.
1: Is there any lingering fascination with AI? Are are you you going to keep up with that? Or is that a phase that now you can say that was fun, but I'm now doing something else?
0: I I never say never about anything really that I enjoy because it's, um, you never know when you might pick it up again. I am collecting. It's really funny. There's this night cafe and I'm not sure if, I'm not real familiar with who runs all the AI things. It's not mid journey, but it's, it's similar where you, you prompt and stuff and they give you five credits. Cause I was paying for mid journey. I was paying like $30 a month and I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm not even using it anymore. So I canceled that. But this night cafe, you get five credits every day. You just have to open your email. And I think I'm up to something like 1200 credits because I don't use it so if I get the urge I'm not going to not collect the credits because I every once in a while I might want to do a birthday card or um, like a meme kind of thing you know just something fun there is one other gentleman I wanted to mention Marcus Lair I'm I'm hoping I'm saying his name right he manages this wonderful group called the b-sides of architecture and I've known Marcus for a few years and he's an excellent excellent photographer he's like a what did I call him the one day, the light whisperer, because he's in Germany and the lighting in his photos is just spectacular. Well, he had done a project using AI and I was very surprised because he's a totally serious photographer, but it it was a combination of his photography, AI and Photoshop. And I'm not really sure how he did it, but it was beautiful, beautiful work. So when you see somebody like that, but he's not saying, Oh, this is photography. You know, like this is my work that I did in conjunction. You know, I admire that a lot. You know, it's like Diana's work. It blows my mind that the way some people think, cause I just, that's not how my brain works. So I respect it. You know, I respect what other people do.
1: I mean the the art form is established. The art form is there and it it is beautiful and profound. The question is, 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 you know, do we have as individuals, do we have something to say in that art form? You know, do you have something to say this way? And I think you have found a really energetic voice uh, with the photography. And as as I've told you before, I absolutely find a great deal of joy, whether you're, you know, following you in the Artist in Residence program, we're walking up and down um, that complex, whether it's listening to you talk about the Gutted Project on the deep dive that you did with Tomás. You approach the visual world in a way that I admire. And, and it's nice to get caught up with you again. It's, it's, it's nice to hear uh, what's going on.
0: Can I say one thing, though? Absolutely. Talking about, you know, like the, the humor and stuff like that. I did go through a period where I was afraid if I did things like the cones and, you know, silly things like that, that people wouldn't think I was a serious photographer. But I think I have gotten, well, no, I think I've gotten to the point where there's no doubt that, that I'm a serious photographer. But I just have this ridiculous sense of humor, so I feel pretty good about it. But I did wonder for a while. But see, I I, I just post that stuff in frames. That frames is not the right place for, for my cones.
1: Boy, I I wonder where I've seen all of it then, because I've seen an awful. I mean, I know I've sent you pictures of cones when I've seen something, and I've said, "Oh, Cindy's Cindy's going to love this." You you have to be sent a thousand pictures of cones in a month.
0: I'm not that many, but people do think of me. In fact. I, somebody posted a uh, solution is in Europe. He posted a picture, really nice picture. And there was a cone in it. So one of the guys made a comment like, Oh, and he got a gift of a cone for Cindy. And it's like, what? Do you, you know, like, I, 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 It's just my reputation. What do they say? It precedes me. I mean, I, I don't, yeah, but whatever it's okay. If I'm known for something fun, that's good. That's good.
1: Okay. Well, ma'am, Always a pleasure to talk with you. Always a pleasure to get caught up. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you. Frames, because excellent photography belongs on paper. Visit us at www.readframes.com.